friends, welcome back to the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we look at movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. <laughs> I'm your host, Josh Griffey, uh, joined for tonight's double special feature presentation uh, by my longtime friend and uh, first time co-host, Yes, Kevin Weinman. Hey everybody, and thank you for introducing me. Uh, a spe- well, first off, with so much vigor. Yes. But uh, secondly, <laughs> uh, having two Tom Cruise movies yes. be a part of my first intro. Uh, I I was I've I've seen more teeth in the last. <laughs> it's four all or five teeth hours. and hair with that it's guy. All teeth and hair. Uh, so I was really um, excited to to uh, because Top Gun. Just to give you a little bit of background. Huge fan, always been a fan. Terrible at the video game, but loved it. Um, and, and, but I had never seen Dave the Thunder, and that had always been a okay. movie that I needed to circle back yeah. to. So it's funny how much I referenced Days of Thunder and had never seen it. <laughs> it's so funny. It became really? like an integral part of my comedy routine for like a year. I don't know. I had this NASCAR character I was doing for a while. <laughs> we were the Meat Squad. Okay. It was like a uh, pork chop and T bone and steak tartare was like our sassy pit guy. I don't know. It was a lot. It was a lot. Steak tartare. Yeah, steak tartare. Sounds like the... <laughs> That's Meat really Squad, good. if you're out there, yeah. you remember. No, uh, but yeah, so we used to do a lot of jokes, but that... Because this is... Me and Kevin tonight, obviously, we're doing high-octane cruise. Um, and so we're doing Top Gun and Days of Thunder. And I actually suggested this to you because one of my favorite things to do is because when you do a movie podcast and stuff, everyone assumes you've seen every movie. Yeah, right. And I was like, the blind spots that people have that watch tons of movies, yeah. I think are very fascinating. And all of a sudden, I realized, oh, my God, I've never seen Top Gun, right? I've seen a lot of YouTube clips. I had seen the volleyball scene 500 times, just like on various YouTubes and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> wink. Don't tell my wife. No. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I just had never watched it. And then I was like, well, while I'm there, I might as well do the uh, the NASCAR version as well <laughs> and just knock them both out. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to upset some <clears throat> Top Gun fans. I'm, I'm going to lay out a case now because we'll start with Top Gun, but sure. I think Days of Thunder is four to five times a better movie than Top Gun. <laughs> and this will be a great conversation because <laughs> I I was dragging ass through all of Days of Thunder. There was, there was a moment where I – all right, so the movie was on. Right. I was doing, like, work. And I didn't have to. It was like Saturday. And I was like, oh, I need to reach out to this client. And I need to – and I was like, oh, oh, yeah, they're, they're still in that – the fucking hospital waiting yeah. for You're him like, to get right. Like, Larry Ells is still just smiling. It's there, there, there was only racing in the streets where it seemed incredibly dangerous, and there was a lot yes. of people that could have been killed, yeah, which we need sure. to talk about. But <laughs> I, I'm glad that we have a little... Um, uh, uh, we, we, there's a disconnect there just because I am much more the Top Gun guy right. than I am the Days of Thunder guy. Yeah, and it's funny because both of them are essentially like really... Character so melodrama, similar. yeah, and then high octane stuff. Yeah. I never would have thought that NASCAR would be more exciting than jet fighting. <laughs> I never would have guessed. All right, so uh, guys, as always, we're gonna fill you in real quick. Social medias, we got some. We need you to follow them. If you find us on iTunes or a podcast directory where you can leave a rating and review, please do that. It does help the show chart and find new alchemists. Also, if you have social media of your own. Share the show. Share it with someone who loves Tom Cruise, like my mom and everyone's mom. Uh, <laughs> share the show with them. That's how we'll bring more guys in. And as always, you can reach us at uh, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com uh, or on the Letterboxd app with your suggestions for movies you'd like to see uh, coming down the road. But enough of that business stuff. Mm-hmm. Top Gun. Yeah. When was the last time you would watch Top Gun, Kevin? Uh Probably over six years ago, but (laughs) but I would say in the uh, late, probably early '90s, late '90s, uh, '90s in general, uh, that was a an easy go to movie. You always seem to run into it when you're scrolling through. So I mean, I felt like I've watched it way more than that. But when I was looking through it, I it definitely had been years since I actually turned it on. And even if I did, I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. No, this was. I realized what my. Well, Days of Thunder was obvious because it was NASCAR. Not interested at all. I was like, this isn't going to be for me. I skipped it. Top Gun, I realized it's because all of my uncles were like Top Gun guys. Oh. And I was just like, I can't do anything to associate with them, right? (laughs) You went home and threw the Reeboks your mom bought you away. (laughs) Any jeans that were too tight, you're like, get rid of these. (laughs) It was a lifestyle choice. I'm like, I can't be in there with Tom Cruise with these uncles. (laughs) Um, But now that I watched it, I had a lot of thoughts, man. Uh, Okay. 
the starting it just starts off hot right with a a medley of the thing that baffled me besides the music in this is great right so we start off with danger zone yep what the fuck is this really the best way to do airplane fighting? Like uh, we land on boats in the middle of the ocean. How do those guys that run in and do the fuel lines and all this? They're like all kinds of guys doing uh, mime routines. I'm like, how do all these guys not get murdered I've, constantly? Uh, I One of my favorite openings of all time. Because you're looking at... Lo- I mean, you've got... Uh, what I wrote here, the music that drops in seems like Happy Phil Collins. Like we are... We are <laughs> we're feeling real good right from yes. the beginning. But then we start out with our hard patriot. <laughs> I wish, I wish my job involved some dude just pointing inexplicably to a direction with the sun rising behind. Yeah, him. I was like, yeah, that, that's what that I mean. It's good. sexy and manly right but, off yeah, the bat. Yeah, and, but it, it, it's it's fucking insane. Yes, right. Like the fact that we land airplanes on these little tiny roads in the middle of the ocean. But, so I, I mean, but <laughs> it's fucking but crazy to me. You'll end up seeing though, like I. So Tony Scott, R.I.P. My man. Um, Is this the best Tony Scott movie? We'll have to debate oh, that at the end. Oh boy. You know what? We'll open up a man on fire debate. And then right. We'll go <laughs> but like uh, Tony Scott for me, um, uh, which he is one of my favorite underrated direct. And I say underrated like this dude. People didn't know who he was. You know, but I think he is, though, man, because one, his brother Ridley has made like some arguably all timers. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think a problem is a lot of these action movies just get lumped in. But his always had the extra pizzazz. I mean, but the thing that I like about what he usually does is he does have... I, I've always loved his openings because he he does a grand scale. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he draws back. Like, you'll see in Days of Thunder, it's like, draws back. <laughs> Here's the shit that we're going to be talking about for two <laughs> yeah. hours. And then kind of gets into it. Um, so, I... He, he sets the mood right from the get-go. And right, right from the start, my favorite... I mean, that music is so indicative of top gun when you hear it you go you know right like it you know it's gonna like crescendo and you're gonna feel really good about yourself so um i like the opening uh and then boom logins hit to you like immediately yeah once the log dog rolls in yep you're like oh shit just got jamming oh i need to be on a yacht somewhere and Oh God! I hate, I hope Chris Columbus or whoever that other guy is yeah, right. playing it after. Me. Like I should be chugging cheap beers and talking about putting myself in women that would have no interest in my fat body. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be there one more time. <laughs> yacht Bros. Yeah, is bros. this the greatest Yacht Bro movie? That's our second debate. <laughs> and I will say a hard yes, but we'll get into that later. I was gonna but, say so, maybe. Uh, oh man, that's a hard one. What, maybe Yacht Speed Two is that the best Yacht Bros movie? Uh, the big, or Waterworld? The, <laughs> I don't know. Well, if, if, if you want people to have yachts, you probably look at it big chill at that point. It's like <laughs> oh, let's no. reminisce about when we still only made twenty. We'll do, we'll do the Jack Black immediate disqualification because of the big chill. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I so anyways, the opening the opening was super super great. Really right. loved it. So um, what did you think in terms of? I'm, did, ba- did, I'm baffled by this opening because there's a lot of story that happens in the most innocuous way, right? Cause so we're, quick. We're we kinda, get right into we're it. We're kind of broing down. So we're doing a lot of like, look at this manly fucking boat spaceship thing. And yep. So that's blowing my mind. Aircraft here. Then we're just flying. And, and I, I had this moment where I've always felt like this is how politics and wars happen, where it's just fucking, you know, meathead dudes messing with each other for no reason. Yeah. All to know. Playing with we, toys. Yeah. Our actual black hats, right? Like, very on-the-nose symbolism. Flying black hats come zipping in with no rhyme or reason as to why this is happening, right? We're just in the Indian Ocean. These black hats are flying right at our guys, locking on. We have no idea what's happened. But all we know is that the the government's decision is kill our guys and then we'll kill you weird right because all they do is talk yep. about how much planes cost in this movie yes but they're like we're definitely willing to let you blow one up so we can fuck you up. so all that's happening and then we do we see tom cruise as the irresponsible guy right yeah so he's irresponsible flying upside down the loose cannon flipping people off and his wingman just carries a polaroid so i it leads you to the question what else is he taking pictures of what other shenanigans mm-hmm. is this fucking comedy duo right they've got like a prop comic <laughs> so there's so much happening and then we give him his uh you know saves the cat moment yeah. where he somehow just talks the guy back the guy's so rattled and shook yeah that he's gonna crash his plane while looking at a you know, wife and daughter picture. Yep. It's just so much happening. 100%. They're cramming so, so much stuff. There's a lot of stuff. (laughs) 
we 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 were introduced to the characters and who they were. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Um, it, which which was fine. I, I mean that that that's great. But like, I. <laughs> Do you know what one of my favorite parts was? So how f- <laughs> besides the volleyball scene? Oh, whoa, whoa, Was how was how fucking antiquated it was. Where you've got so goose is behind him, and and literally the dude's looking out a window. Like in okay. my head, I'm like, out of all the things, it's right. like you've got to do the go. Where's my blind spot? Yeah, <laughs> like, like like the fact like that they had shoulder. rears. Period. Right. Yes. All yes. I could think about I was, it, like, I was like, at least in Hoth, that's the guy that shot the little hook toe cable. Please give me right. at least a turret. Like yeah, give that guy like, back turret. I thought he was the guy doing computer lock-ons. <laughs> that guy and just then at the looks end, really actually well. Actually, just the guy. Yeah. Trying to look through the front of the plane as well. <laughs> God forbid that guy in the back. Like, LASIK does not exist. So that yeah. dude has got to not have any sort of glasses. Well, also, whenever they get locked on from behind, there's an actual alarm that goes off. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. So really, Goose is just there Bro, to for support. <laughs> well, he's there to give us POV knowledge that this is really cool what he's doing. He's I understand just, you guys have never flown a jet, but trust me, this is so cool. It's so cool that I carry a Polaroid around with me. <laughs> I've got so much work that I'm half the time I'm taking pictures of the shit that are, yeah. that's around me. Yeah, guys, legit, I take a picture of my huge boner every time he pulls a maneuver. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, let's let let's let's transition. To- I didn't peg on to the rears until the end of the movie. When they're just like, oh, we'll just throw any old dude in your plane. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. that's what Goose died for. <laughs> yep. I I was hoping that like oh, at some man. yeah, at some point Kelly McGinnis was gonna just get in the plane and be like, I can see really well. And it's like, I'll be your I'll- How about any number okay. Any number of those characters would have been better than Merlin yeah. for our final battle uh rear. Uh, right? Let's the bald cop from Masters of the Universe, which I'm so ashamed I forgot his name already. I just looked it up five minutes. Ago. The, the, the fact that we got Tom Skerritt in there. Yeah, Tom Skerritt, who yep. said I'd ride with you, right? Your dad saved my life. Your pa did it, battling whoever. I love the fact that he's already owed to him. Which yeah, is Kelly McGinnis, who's just, you know, essentially having sex with him just to see Migs. That's my theory. I was like, you could put any other character in there. Mm. Or. You do the best thing ever, and you make Iceman ride it as his rear. Because Iceman, like, breaks his arm playing volleyball in the yes. carrier. <laughs> Any character except for, uh, you know, Nuke Lelouch. <laughs> uh, we, there are a lot of good characters in this movie, but I will yes. say my favorite part in that opening, well, one of my favorite parts is that we pivot to the bald guy smoking a cigar in a dark yeah. room with a bunch of neon lights, and I go, "This is so Tony Scott. It's perfect." Where right. If you watch, if you watch, <laughs> if you watch Crimson Tide, if you watch, there's a lot of myriad of uh, um, uh, movies in his arsenal where, at some point, somebody's in a dark room, and at some point, there's neon lights around them, and yeah. you're like, "Oh, this is accentuating." Someone. It's their Bogart shot, right? Yeah, it's their Bogart They're, shot, yeah. and they give him these giant cigars that highlight this big flaming big dick energy. Uh, <laughs> you, the man, no fly by Maverick. Yeah, like. <laughs> That they they just have to make sure that you know this dude holds one, holds one, and is proud of it. He'll swing it. As if him just not dressing down these fighter pilots wasn't tough enough, (laughs) they have to accentuate it with neons. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I. That's the thing I think I was the most impressed with is how much. Because honestly, even in a movie where the characters are given you know symbolic names, right, Goose and Maverick and Iceman, whatever, they do a lot of great character work in the first act. I, I was shocked. It how much work they and groundwork they lay visually in this. Right. It was really it was it, I was very impressed. I also am a bit confused. Do you think that Tom Cruise real life, if Maverick were a real guy, do you think he is just praying that guy dies in the ocean <laughs> so that he can get his top gun spot? <laughs> Cause they play it as, oh look, he's being a good dude, right? He was saving almost... his buddy. I think if there's a real Maverick on the inside, he is giddy like a child on Christmas that this guy's about to die and orphan his wife and kid. <laughs> if anything, he's trying to sing in with sleep. Yeah, it's okay that you're scared. Hey, I'm terrified. Yeah. <laughs> the good Lord will embrace you in his arms and take you, you away. Just start singing the song slumber. those little girls sing in Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, <laughs> we, so we 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 knew that. Uh, uh, he's a better man than that, and he was almost out of fuel. Right? Is he, he, no? he he flew back. He was, they, they weren't in a position to fly back at that So point. he put Goose's life on the line. We learn early on that he, he likes to play He's fast very cavalier with yeah. Goose's life. Totally fine with Goose This guy dead. just needs to see out my back, so you don't really care that much. Yeah. This will lead me to a did he fuck Goose's wife comment later. 
We'll get to it. We'll get into it. Um, so just to give you, uh, so one of the things I thought was a very gr- griffy uh, moment. Uh, so the, the, okay. the, so the, this this happened. They said a line, and I was like, "Well, I know that Griffy in this moment said, well, fuck you, go fuck yourself.'" <laughs> Uh, they go, they go, don't fire until fired upon. Yeah. And you're like, there's no way, bro. Like yeah. I, they, they, I... they're not coming <laughs> over here for pleasantries. Like yeah. they're not dropping off. No. You know, but also like... I'd be like, this costs the taxpayer $30 million. I got verbal receipts. <laughs> I'm not putting the taxpayer on the line. No way. Can we agree that the MIGs are just stormtroopers in, in airplane form? <laughs> like those exactly guys, right. those guys didn't bring down shit the entire movie. No, they, they came stopped. in, they came in and just were patsies until we fired him out of the air but also the fact they didn't fight the first time yeah i think that's a big mistake i think there are two big mistakes in this movie and one the mig should have killed the guy in front of tom cruise sure right yeah to make him dangerous so he's got to go train to come back and fight the wise master cool in two oh i like that kind of like a red baron yes exactly Ooh, right I did there's know. always this specter right maybe okay. that's the guy that also killed his paw so if he's taking Polaroids, how old is this guy? That's what I'm saying. The guy in the MIG is actually putting a Polaroid of Tom Cruise's dad up, so they're just looking at Polaroids, getting ready to fight. You, you old bastards don't know what biplanes were like back in the yeah. day. I guess I want to rewrite the whole movie for a more Vader narrative. Right. No, uh, yeah, that one, and then, well, let's just—I'll I'll talk about it now. I don't give a fuck. I think Maverick is a hundred percent responsible for Goose's death. Okay. And we as a story and an audience just kind of let him off the hook for that and hope that he gets back in the plane. He's 100% responsible for Goose dying. I You could say that the plane malfunctions fine, but why are they in the free fall? But I don't think that the movie tries to... I, I understand that he even goes in front of a jury and they say, you're not responsible. Yeah. They had to go that far, though, to <laughs> help you understand that, that you were like, because, like, yeah. you had to have people in the movie actually say that you weren't. But, like, we all know that you should have fucking <laughs> taken it easy. And I not, think it's cooler. And not been in a washout. Which, can, right. can we say this much? <laughs> a washout is responsible for way more than fucking missiles ever were. I will never fire a missile if I'm in a Tomcat. I'm just yeah. going to cut someone Ew. off. I'm going to cut someone off yeah. and just give them my... <laughs> You're going to be a 90-year-old in Florida, yeah. this guy. <laughs> Just zipping it. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. put on my turn signal, and you're just gonna have to deal with the consequences. Right? Because we almost lose space. Iceman to a washout as well. This is exactly my point. When that happened, <laughs> when that happened again, I go find something else. Find find a seagull that hits yeah. like a engine. Yeah, and I'm like, it's... where's your asteroid science screen of that with the no. PhD Charlie? Like, you should be like, this is how you wash people out only, <laughs> and then we can save the taxpayers more millions of dollars, which we always love. I saved you missiles, and I took down five other MIGs. Right. Yeah, just cut him off. No. Uh, all right, we'll do Goose in-depth a little more. I like, um, I like that. So another thing in both of these movies is Tom Cruise riding motorcycles without helmets. Thank you. A universal sign of a bad person. I wrote it. I wrote it in <laughs> caps. I wrote it in caps where I was like, yes. another motorcycle? Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't seem to be taking care of it. And himself. he doesn't even have the good hair in this one. He should no. be wearing a helmet. He should definitely be wearing he a helmet. He should be. Guys, if you don't wear helmets, be... yeah. I have judged you. I pre-judged dreaded you. Like, my kids shouldn't have to see your brains on the road. <laughs> you should just go somewhere else and uh, handle that on your own. It, it, so, so uh, the narrative... Wait, of... did I just say that you guys should... I meant you should go to a store and get a helmet, not the alternative... <laughs> like, don't pre-put your brains on the road. That sounds bad for the audience. Sorry. I try not to push the missaid thing. Yeah, no. I, I, for, <laughs> for me, I think that Tom Cruise riding a motorcycle in both of these movies was so... I, I it, Tony Scott, like yeah. he was like, it worked. Yeah. Listen, the first movie that we have, guess what? It cost $15 million and we made... What was this? <laughs> One well, I'm sorry. $356 million off of a $15 million budget. That's how much this movie made? Worldwide. This it's, movie cost $15 million? This cr- Yes, estimated. Really? Yes. Holy shit, I would have thought this is an easy $100 million movie. No. Like, Just because like, all the planes. Uh, it's, it's, Wait, yeah. what's, the, what's the percentage of taxpayer money that we're renting these planes for? <laughs> Not enough. Each the, of these planes is $300 plus million. We're renting them for scale. Just watch the movie. <laughs> Just just watch the movie again. It's the same banking scene 15 yeah. times. He just cut it really That's well. That's how good I am. I didn't know. Because all of this was the all of this was filmed out of a uh, base, I think out of Nevada. Right. So it wasn't it wasn't like they were charging him an arm. They were leg, just doing nothing. the Batman 66 Batmobile shot over and over again. <laughs> 
pretty much. So, right. But yeah, to, get a motorcycle. If I see a character with a motorcycle, I don't think really cool guy. No. I think, I don't care if he's dead by the end of this movie. It's going to happen anyways. You're that irresponsible. Me. You're irresponsible. This is the phase of the movie where all they do is make me hate Maverick. Okay. Right? So the motorcycle guy, yep. hatred. Hatred. Then he goes into the bro fest. Yeah. And to be honest, I hate almost everyone in the room. I yeah. like the addition. This is where Goose shines in the movie. Because Goose is the only non-meatball in the whole movie. But he condones meatballism. Yeah. Which bothers me, right? Because <laughs> he's there to be like, come on, he's not that bad of a guy. He's friends with someone like you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, him and a... Because it's just Man 101, right? The, I'll get my name on the plaque. I am the best and I'm arrogant. You're, you're, him you're, and I... <laughs> Your fatal, the fatal flaw of the character is that Tom is super confident. Fine, I want arrogant because the other side of that is that he's he's fucking squeamish and he's like, I don't know if I should get behind this. Doesn't the make driving for a good Miss movie. Daisy version of yeah, Tom like <laughs> Goose, you tell me what to do. Like I just don't like the idea There's where he's a line. not overly confident. I feel like Goose has confidence, right? Yeah. Goose, we learn at the end of the movie, Goose is actually the most manly guy in the flick, right? He scored a very attractive wife, good dad, not afraid to make a schmuck of himself out there. He's standing up for his friend. He's playing beach volleyball in a hoodie, right? <laughs> Just so he can help his buddy out. He didn't even feel like he had to take the shirt off to uh, do a muscle contest. Which I'm taking my shirt off. Goose is manly yeah. in this movie, more so than Maverick. All right, third evidence that I just despise Maverick. Please. The singing the song pickup line. Oh, I try to put myself in the place of a woman, right? Because okay. often when I'm at bars now, I'm a little older. And you look around and you think back of all the things that you've done in a bar. Well, not yes. you, me. Like all the things I've done in a bar. <laughs> what I've done in a bar. Yeah, right? Bar. <laughs> totally different. Totally different. <laughs> and I'm just like, God, it must be the worst to be a woman. But it must we're, be the worst to be a woman in the universe of Top Gun. Because <laughs> not only does he walk up and just start screaming a song in her face. But then they do this shot that's the most terrifying, which is kind of a cutaway above shot, yep. where all of a sudden she's surrounded by 50 naval meat bros. Yes. And I was like, God, that is terrifying. Not only that, then she goes to actually meet another guy, and this pilot decides he's just going to fucking follow her into the ladies' room. Yes. And what I liked, the scene I wanted them to push, when she said, what are you going to do, like, fuck me on this counter? I wanted her to be like, right now, fucking do it. I dare you. Because 100%, that would have been the first time we saw Maverick afraid to take the shot. <laughs> There's no way Maverick is ready to throw down in this. Definitely wouldn't hit a washout. Yeah, that's his first washout. <laughs> that's when the next scene is him on a motorcycle. Like, I'm not the top uh, gun. I'm so scared. <laughs> I guess that's it because it would end at one act. That'd be the end of the movie. So, so, so just a heads up. Big, big giant letters that had toxic max masculinity. During yes. that entire bar scene, yes. which I, 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 I know trigger word. I'm really sorry. But like when that happened, I go, holy shit. If they film this now, it's like a bunch of intimidating naval, air force, whatever guys like fucking hovering around. Yeah. Um, this now, is like every girl's nightmare before she attends a frat party. That's so, what this scene is. It, so uh, the, the thing, <laughs> let me say what's endearing, though, is that he is singing a song, right? Yeah. Like to a girl. And then. It's really exciting. Wait a sec. I just thought of something else. Very strange in this. All right. Is Goose making a fucking chick's bet with him for $20 while married? Explain. Okay, so Goose and him have the wager, right? Yes. $20, but you must know carnal knowledge. And then he seems disappointed when he thinks Tom Cruise fucked. So does this imply that Goose is also racing uh, to score? Or does he just pay his friend to get away? I don't think that's it's, it's kind of like reverse prostitution. I don't think that Tony Scott was really thinking this deep in this moment. Uh, I, 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 I think Meg Ryan was just like an add on late. Yes. She's like a rewrite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If anything, if anything. Like, so, we need to really do something to make Tom Cruise not the worst guy ever. I, I, and Goose is our conduit. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make your, I'm going to make the, that case later. Um, so one of the things I really did enjoy about that moment was that while he's singing, um, He's fully aware he's horrible, um, but it's all about the fact that it's all the attention that I care about. Here's the bit. So, all right. But this uh, is my point, though. This feels like what men think women want. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but, but in respect to Kelly, it wasn't like she immediately was like, oh, we should go back to my room. She was like, this is kind of yeah. ridiculous. Here's, <laughs> here's where I had an issue is that um, 
So he's singing the song. Uh, song goes off without a hitch, whatever, mm-hmm. I, I guess. And everybody's yelling at her at that point. The choice of song is that she's lost a loving feeling. Like she's completely vapid of r- <laughs> romantic feelings in this uh, incredibly attractive lady that can, can pick up anybody in there is like, you fucking lost it, right? Yeah. Uh, uh. You should have rewritten the lyrics to just be like, you've lost uh, a dick inside of you right this moment. <laughs> and that's all I need. Yeah. Direct. He's like, I don't see any dicks in you. This I, is was, the whole I, I, was, I was like, you could have done Unchained Melody. You could have done something <laughs> yeah. that was like romantic, like fucking... Uh, uh, Even just Fitz, innocuous Strawberry last, Fields Forever, just something was, adorable. So so, so you've lost that love and feeling because she's just by herself for two fucking yeah. seconds and getting a oh, drink at a bar. Oh, look at you, you old cat lady. You uh, want to go fuck in the <laughs> <laughs> You want to go get random uh, aviator bathroom diseases? Yeah. Hey, but this uh, scene, you, you look like a librarian. You right, look but like it makes you hate Tom Cruise. It makes sure. you hate Goose for being the reverse prostitute. Uh, I, it makes me hate... Iceman, because he's no. wearing aviators at night in a nightclub. In 86, all of this is endearing. In 86, all of this is fucking endearing. In 86, it was hard to pick these details up through the cocaine. <laughs> I can't even focus a lot to go and sing a song in the first place. That would explain the singing, that yep. everyone just pops into song like that. Yep. Maybe. Okay. But that, that was a nightmarish scene to me. <laughs> that was one of those I- moments... We were like, God, I'm really glad I'm just an overweight guy. Uh, <laughs> and and, and, and uh, I, I'm glad that we went there just because that is a very important scene. I feel like everybody, when they think about Top Gun, that's top three, right? Like singing it. Uh, and I'll say th- I'll, the reason okay. why is because I go back to this movie and I'm like, who did they fucking fight ever? <laughs> at the beginning and at the end, you had almost right. an hour and a half between actual death. Like, yeah. like concerns about death. Yeah. B- minus washouts. Like, yeah, so, right. <laughs> so, so like this was a very critical yeah. moment in the movie. The only thing that is in danger of being burnt to the ground is Tom Cruise's ego. Which is so gargantuan in Godzilla. Like he just keeps plowing through failure after failure. <laughs> just, <laughs> he's like, what's that? Tokyo of the real world. <laughs> I'm Tom Cruise. I, uh, <laughs> I dress like Opie Taylor, but still going to have sex with Charlie. But isn't this why, <laughs> isn't this why the line that your ego is writing a check, your body can't cash. is so fucking important. That moment. Like, right. like you got to love that right then <laughs> Val Kilmer, after all this shit that you just, you and I just talked about, it was like, dude, take it, yeah. take it down a notch. Okay. You're not that good. I would be remiss if I didn't bring this up. My friend Dave Coggeshaw, he's a screenwriter. He has some big movies coming on the way, so we'll talk about those when the time comes. Okay. He was on my softball team for years, and this was one of his, every time we did the, like, what's the weird movie take that you have? And he mentioned it to me at least 10 times that he thinks Iceman is right the whole movie. I right? 100% agree. That Iceman is the hero, I, Iceman is right, and that agree. Maverick blows. 100% so agree. So maybe I was jaded when I watched him. I was like, I 100% agree. This is Maverick this, is a fucking actual douche that should not be allowed to fly planes. <laughs> think about it, though. Ev, there's not a moment when he's wrong. No, because they do that. He's the high school jock bully, right, from like right. a John Hughes movie. Except for all he does is study and get good grades and not try to chase women into the ladies' room and rape them. And uh, not get his partner murdered. I'm not assuming that that's what Maverick would have done. Yeah, take it down a notch. There's a half a second where that's a real thought in your head. You are. If I'm I'm PhD Charlie in that bathroom and I turn around and see that fucker in the bathroom door, I'm terrified. (laughs) Okay. But no. That, like, it it was just toxic... Toxic masculinity was not a thing then. So, however bad you thought somebody was, no, it was, was a thing. We just weren't allowed to talk about. It. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, that yeah. To your point, like Tom Cruise's dick is the mig of the bar scene. I'm not. I'm not condoning any of these actions. I'm just saying that we weren't. You're treating me like I'm a flag burner. No, that we, I'm talking shit about. No, 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 no. We, we weren't woke. We weren't woke. Um, there but, was no wokeness back then. Okay, so. So, here are the parallels. <laughs> God damn it. Here's the parallels. I feel like Iceman is almost Walter Peck in Ghostbusters. Oh, no. What? Yes. Yes. What? Yes. If Walter Peck was out there actually to, whooping ass. Sure, sure, sure. But my, my point being is that you have to be the catalyst to the, you're, are you fucking telling me, really, that you're, you're going to be this ridiculous 
Like, you're going to go upside down and take a fucking picture, yeah. right? Walter Peck is like, yeah, there's containment ghosts, and they're all underneath <laughs> your, your fucking Ghostbusters to building. To be fair. I'm just saying. If we were in the real world, we would react like Walter Peck to a group of grown men sharing a firehouse saying they I'm have just ghost machines. saying. Walter Peck is saying. overly vilified. <laughs> Whereas, so, so this I is a real overly world vilified. where I can actually see... Like, uh, why does Maverick have the heart on for buzzing the tower? Who's in the tower? It's not like a QB, like, you know, end zone dance where you're like, oh, there's five women up in the stands I'd like to hook up with later in a grungy bathroom after I've accosted them with song. A guy with coffee. He yeah, just right? knows that's that a guy it? with coffee is That's in there. the whole thing? Yes. But that's what it, and apparently this is, he does this all the fucking time. Yes. And so, and they're like, God you just look Maverick. at Goose with this battered housewife syndrome. Yep. Just like, I swear he'll change. He's nice to me when my parents are around. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just feel bad for Goose. I feel like Maverick is the worst. So I do want to give you a heads up. <laughs> we're not even we're not even a quarter of a way through this fucking movie, and we have not touched well, on Well, I figured we're going to just do uh, the, oh, there was a montage. Yeah. <laughs> there was a montage of Maverick kind of doing okay. Which there is a middle where they're not a goddamn thing happens, and they fight again. No, because you said that about Days of Thunder. Yeah. I thought that with this movie, where I just looked up, yeah. and I was like, oh, my God, we have 50 more minutes of movie. Yeah. Where I was just like... When are we going to start top gunning? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what are we, why are we playing volleyball? Um, and then we do this weird sex scene with him and Kelly McGinnis. Yeah. And I, I wrote the actual, about, the way I, I, I wrote, wrote about this, that. I said, whatever the excitement uh, word for the jet fighter scene is, the sex scene is the exact inversion of jet fighting. <laughs> so whatever excitement the jet fighting scenes are, I was like, this is the most boring, like, People racing Volkswagen Beetles at the speed limit sex scene I've ever seen. <laughs> it's the most boring sex scene of all time. Let me write. So let With me. Weird tongue licking. That was the only X factor. I Tom go, Cruise likes to lick the tongue in the mouth. It's very strange. And there was saliva. Yeah. Uh, so, the, 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 like in that moment, I wrote, "Yes, I like to make love at a glacial fucking pace." <laughs> it's like, all like, I do is go fast and risk my life. <laughs> Except for when I'm actually giving head, then I'm very slow. And then guess what? <laughs> guess what? This shit is going to be on half speed. Right. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to take it. And, and take well, he's worried his little Top Gun's going to go too fast, so he's got to take it very paced. Wash out. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> McGinnis just takes her panties off. He's like, up. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a, Does he call his dick Goose? <laughs> I would give it at least a 50-50 chance. That he I think he calls it Cougar. <laughs> Because <laughs> he had to save Cougar in that moment. And he was like, yo, your dick's, my dick's going to be named Cougar. Don't worry, I'll, I'll name my dick after you when I'm winning Top Gun and not embarrassing myself. <laughs> if, that would have been his moment. He goes and sees him on the way out. He's like, yo, I'm <laughs> when I go and hit up Kelly yeah. McGinnis later. Don't worry, when you're in the suburbs mowing your yard for the fourth time this week, I'll be fucking flight instructors with my dick named after you. Do you, do, you, do you want do you want to hear my volleyball scene breakdown? Yes, I would love to hear a break. <laughs> an ESPN the Ocho style breakdown of the volleyball scene. Here it goes. Uh, <laughs> first off, Loggins, boom. We're already we're already in it. Right. We got hired by Loggins. I'm ready to go. I'm, <laughs> I'm already hard. I'm I went to six to midnight. Let's go. I did write down the uh, what is it? Playing with the boys. Stay up. Yep. Dot, dot, dot. Playing with the boys is like a little spot on. Yep. yep. Little on the nose. <laughs> All right, so uh, first off, why long pants? Dot dot dot. Why? Just because. Yeah. I was like, even if you got jeans a, with sand in them, if you have to fucking quick change, just have your shorts underneath your jeans and then just put on your fucking jeans. <laughs> a so, group of men that would definitely see each other naked every single day. Yep. Being terrified to change at a beach. Yep. Wear the watch purely to flex. Got it. <laughs> got it. Terrible fucking form. <laughs> and then. Uh, all right, so m both my sisters played volleyball. They had terrible fucking form. Use your goddamn forearm. Oh, you don't use breakdowns. You don't <laughs> use your fist. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. You use your forearm. It's a bigger, wider space, and it makes it easier for you to set. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> these guys are in case a game breaks out. I'll be right. I would I think this was another visual storytelling tool yeah. to remind us that Maverick goes his own way. <laughs> Maverick's like, exactly. I'll even defy the physics of a volleyball. <laughs> Fuck your volleyball. Yeah. No time for the Me Too movement here. We're, I'm, I'm going to hit this shit. Boom! Um, so, all right. I put, I, all right. So, this is my favorite part here. I put unnecessary pose by Spider. Guess what? Motherfucker's not named a Spider. Right. Slider. Right? Right. All right. So, anyways. 
I was like, way like worse thing. I like that you actually have like five to ten things without saying gayest scene ever. Like, that's really good. Because <laughs> it's not. Because it's not. Um, and then I, I said Slider is the worst set. Was, Slider has the worst set to Iceman ever. Like, I was, I was breaking down the goddamn moment. And then, this is why Maverick should have been Iceman's rear or something. And, and then I rounded it all out by being like, y'all had to tape your goddamn hands. Like... <laughs> <laughs> They're playing for so long, they just got ah, blisters. Oh. Yeah. Got my carpal tunnel. I need to keep this shit intact. I will say this. Way better breakdown than I imagined. Way more in-depth and awesome than I imagined. I applaud you. <laughs> uh, that moment is very important to me. Yes. So What uh, else happens in this section of the... This is also when they do the other musical interlude that makes me laugh. I... I Oh, t- well, Take My Breath Away gets played maybe 15 times. Right, and it's always like three minutes spaced out, and it just picks up again. Right it's the like- worst! <laughs> I get so upset! Uh, and then there's... But, Griffey, to your point, I put lots of boring scenes. Yeah, lots. And, and I have this until their next fight. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I, I, it's, I th- it's all boring until they do the uh, possible vehicular manslaughter foreplay. Good boy. Right? Where it's like, let's race through the streets and maybe kill each other just so I can tell you I love you. Uh, <laughs> and then they just go into like the slowest fucking of all time. <laughs> uh, well, I, and part of, part, part of this moment too was that um, she says fallen for you, right? Yeah. Known each other for a Disney movie. Like it is not even. This is my theory. I think she's pulling a bull Durham here. Okay. So So for those of you who haven't seen, Susan Sarandon's character essentially picks the hottest new prospect every year and essentially gives him like baseball wisdom and sex all season, right? To make him better. She's committed to the team, right? It's more of a philosophy for her life. Right. Uh, than this character. But I was like, because she mentioned she's like, Do you think I don't get hit on by flyboy pilots all the time? And we're just supposed to believe that Maverick, who does essentially nothing cool the yep. whole movie to impress her that a normal Top Gun pilot wouldn't do. I feel like every class, she's got a guy. Yes. And then this one, we're meant to believe that this is it now. That he's back, he's a Top Gun flight instructor, and it's going to work. I mean, our assumption is that she's got this every single time. But, it, I mean, the movie makes it seem like this is the first time that she's been wooed by, I think by teeth. I think they're letting us on. I think they're letting us know that this is a research study for her. (laughs) (laughs) Top guns are top fun. Yeah, right. She's like top gun pilots and super slow, unappealing sex. It's a very like progressive way of thinking about the control that she has at that point. Like good for good for for Tony Scott where it's like, yeah, I'm going to write a shit. There's a huge part of me that's convinced when he fails to be the top gun and get yeah. his name on the plaque, she's like, get out of here. All right. I think she has a matching plaque at her house. So there's going to be one. St- uh, I'm going to make a statement <laughs> real quick. And then I want you to go into how uh, uh, Goose is yeah. totally Maverick's fault. Um, yeah. Maverick so, 100% kills Goose. So one of my favorite parts is uh, um, they barrel roll, right? Yes. And then the person that's following the guy barrel rolls. I'm like, Motherfucker, why do you have to do that? You know he's going to come back up. Yeah. Like, well, if he barrel rolls, he ends him. in the same spot. You're going to end in the same If anything, you can cut that dude off when he comes back up. I was like, I'm not yeah. a Top Gun by any stretch of the imagination. But, yo, set that to fire. Yes. When he comes back up, he's done. It feels like Top Gun fighting works along the same rules as sweet jumps in the neighborhood when you were a kid <laughs> with your bike. Like, you might know you could do it as well, but you need everyone else to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't want to just want to win the fight. They want to do the sweetest moves. Yes. Uh, but okay. yeah, well, no, this is the part though, because Iceman's taking the lead. He's supposed to be on the wing or whatnot, the wingman. Yes. And Iceman's trying to get a shot. Right. Tom Cruise is tailgating him, yes. saying, I have the shot. Please let me have the shot so I can win this fucking game. That's 100% his fault that he's so close that when Iceman pulls up, he gets washed out. And everyone just acts like it's no big deal. Maverick should have backed the fuck off. He should have backed the fuck off and been watching Iceman's tail rather than getting his own shot. Do you think that Tony It's the equivalent of if Boogie Cousins was standing one foot in front of Steph Curry at all times. (laughs) I got the shot! Yeah, if he he blocks the game-winning three with the back of his gigantic head, that's his fault. So do you think that Tony was trying to aim for the fact that it was Iceman's shot by doing that? It's definitely Iceman's shot. Iceman was in the lead. Okay. Iceman got there first. And I think part of Maverick, too, he wants to get that same ship that yeah. Iceman's trailing. There's multiple ships. Okay. Right? Yes. Why is Maverick being disciplined now in the winner-take-all game? 
He's okay. not there just out of discipline. He wants to get the ship that Iceman couldn't land. Okay. And then inadvertently gets Goose murdered in just one of the <laughs> saddest months. Because we just saw Goose with his family. Yeah. And he has this quirky... There was a part of me that wrote down, does Goose deserve his death? Because he's a play the uh, novelty piano shockingly loud and annoy every other bar restaurant customer guy. Um, there was a part of me that didn't feel bad for Goose after that scene. Hey, listeners, please write in about the local <laughs> bar that allows any drunk asshole to go and fucking play whatever random ass yeah. piano they've got in their no, bar. I've worked at like, bars like that. I would have been dragging him out. Yeah, uh, just it's, saying. I think Goose was the first YouTube streamer. <laughs> He was look what I can do. Like YouTube kids would do this now, Instagram guys. <laughs> and Goose was just ahead of the curve, and his wife and you know them condone the fact that PhD Charlie doesn't see that scene and be like, "I'm better than this." <laughs> That's so. That just shows you what our thoughts were about women's POV in eighties. All right, all right, all right. So, so, so Jesus, um, Goose being dead. The only the so I I actually don't disagree with anything you just said. The issue that I had. Was that by the time that they pull the lever and the right. canopy goes to the time that he fucking launches into the air, that canopy is gone. Like, right. there is no <laughs> way that that is just fucking hovering two feet ahead of him. So he, he launches into it. I, I I would be very willing to understand whether or not this is like a common fucking thing. Because I'm sure this had to happen before. It, it had to have happened. But at the same time, I was like, well, obviously we one <laughs> goddamn dude. <laughs> it only was, to the rears. Yeah, I so they're I, like only to the guy who's just looking around. <laughs> think about the scenario that they're in. Yeah, they're spinning. Right, right. In the canopy, well, list, how does it not like flip over? This, and then you pull the trigger and you get shot downward. This is exactly my point. Like, yeah. so we will. I, I have no problem blaming Maverick because I see that. But at right. the same time, laws of physics wouldn't necessarily allow this to happen. It feels like there's a better way. <laughs> there's definitely a better way. There should be a better way. <laughs> I hope the mig washout. How about we just have the washout kill him? <laughs> Yeah. Well, how about just wait five seconds until they eject? It doesn't have to be. Yes, so weird. I get you. Somewhere. Like, part of it is almost keep the seat in like the ejector yeah. doesn't work. And then he crashes with the plane. <laughs> I would rather have had that than him bust his fucking <laughs> noggin in a, a canopy that's yeah. not there anymore. Well, they also had the really cool moment where they wouldn't show the plane crashing. Yeah. Because they Super would have been cool. worried about the taxpayers crying. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. And by the way. There goes $325 million. We're going to talk about this in Days of Thunder. But just just a little side note, in Days of Thunder, they filmed that entire movie without actually filming Cole Trickle cross the fucking finish line at the very end of the movie. They didn't film it. There is no his car going over the finish line. So I'm I'm put, what? I, I'm, I'm be- gonna have to YouTube that because I be- swear to God that scene's in no, there. No, 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 no. You'll see him coming around the corner. I fucking looked for it. He comes around <laughs> the corner and then all of a sudden people put their hands in the air like he fucking won. Because right. you see the, the flag going. It is amazing. They filmed that's the whole also movie. also the prime example of studio executives not mattering enough. Nope. Because that's the only thing you're there for is, hey, there's one pretty... He comes across yeah. some fish! There's well, a pretty huge that. fucking moment in a race car movie we need. Like, can we make sure we add this to the script? Hey, guys, we have all of the tire changes you can shake a stick at. Are you yeah. fine with that? Yeah. You guys want to see Robert Duvall running more? Oh. Because <laughs> he looks like he's yeah. in a fucking back brace. So when much he's jogging. No, uh, wow. So, anyways, I, I'm... I'm telling yeah, you that Goose's death. You. Goose's death. So there was is, a part of me too. My initial thought was, I'm like, he should have to go marry Meg Ryan and raise her children. No, oh. because he did that. I agree. And she said how much she loved him. It made me yeah. think maybe they had had an affair before. And and, and, <laughs> and, and I'm and, just assuming the worst of Maverick at everything. And I, I I try not to make this a hot take because I thought about this when I was like, literally, this is what I thought when I was a kid. I thought Meg Ryan was way hotter than Kelly McGinnis. Like I'm a much bigger Meg Ryan fan than I ever was Kelly. Tough one. Kelly, Kelly to me, all I know did not seem fun enough. They're both too good for the men they are hooking up with. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. I just know they both could have done better. Yeah, one dude had definitely <laughs> a big a, love style romance with Iceman. That's yeah, what I was rooting for. I'll, I'll give Anthony this. He was a good guy. Like you want him, and you want oh. kind of. Oh boy! I think he is. Here's the, your goddamn hot take. He's the subtle villain of the movie for constantly condoning Maverick, and we learn later that he's a father. So there's a hundred percent chance he's going to be a bad father if that's his strategy. If he treats his kid how he treats Maverick, he's going to be a bad dad. I saw his kid's going to be a junkie on the streets doing God knows what for another fix. I and then he'll be like, "But my dad played piano loudly at bars." <laughs> 
I I don't doubt that. A real friend should have been like, Maverick, you need to rethink almost all of this. The flying is good. <clears throat> Every other decision you make, let's work on this. I don't know if you know this, but you keep putting my, my life in danger. Yeah, right. All, all I do is look out the back window. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of time to think about my existence back here. Maybe I'm not seeing the washout when it happens, but I'm very upset. Because <laughs> we seem to get caught in them all the time. <laughs> you asshole. But right. literally after Goose is dead... Here, I'm, I'm turning a uh, laptop to uh, Griffey right now. There you go. It says so much nothing. It literally says so, so much, much nothing. nothing yeah. it's, 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 it's all him dealing with that stuff. And, it's, it's, and I'm not trying to say that Top Gun is bad in this moment, but like I really stopped caring. Like It, well, it, was, it was really tough. Because- it has a hard act to do because as a viewer, it's impossible to believe that we're not going to get the redemptive moment right. for Iceman. So it really it is just this... Up. Come on, like I get it. You got to do a couple of these scenes, but like we could get there much faster. So here's my. This wasn't a movie where I thought they were going to pull the. Well, Maverick's going to actually have to sit and deal. You know the Manchester by the Sea. Top yes. Gun? yes. Oh God. <laughs> Maverick's going to sit in his depression and think about what he did. It's just... no Maverick. Of course, is going to blow right past this. All right. So 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 my bullet points are. <laughs> and, and the reason I'm doing the bullet points is because I know we have to talk about uh, Days of Thunder. I go first off. Again, this is reiteration. Uh, jet wash more effective than missiles. Like I was like, I, I put that. Um, Just let physics handle it. Five MIGs versus Iceman. Why do we not give Iceman more credit? That motherfucker had to be by himself with MIGs for right. a long goddamn time. But also, we never see Iceman do any good piloting in the whole movie. Uh, but when this, we see this, him, this in is the- this is the moment. Five MIGs for a solid five to ten minutes before Maverick he gets can get away. Out there. But he needs to do something. Like I think he needs to take one of them out with a maneuver. The fact that Iceman didn't get to shoot down a plane is uh, crazy he, to me. He, he does while Maverick. Wait, there. did they shoot one? Mm-hmm. Did he shoot one down? Yeah, I okay. believe so. He either he either one, one of two things happened. He maneuvered or he shot him down. <laughs> he did a lot of bank rides. I know he did that, and then he was flying without. He one cut of them his off engines. and washed them out. Yeah. Um, no, like like, He's like so. I remember how I killed my friend's friend. <laughs> I'm gonna do that maneuver. <laughs> um, so, so there was a, uh, um, <laughs> there was a, so the other bullet points. Uh, uh, Tim Robbins and Merlin, great. Let's go with another fucking tall guy over Tom Cruise. Right. That, like, <laughs> There's no way that those two weren't in the same audition room. No way, <laughs> no fucking way. And then there's that moment where Tim Robbins, or I'm sorry, uh, where um, Tom Cruise goes, "Talk to me, Goose." And in my head, I go, Hark! "Like I just want." <laughs> Okay, speaking of crimes against gooses, not real gooses, at the end when Tom Cruise throws his fucking dog tags in the ocean, I'm like, you couldn't give that to his kid? He has a son somewhere, you fuck. That could have been hanging in somebody's uh, fucking picture. His son could have worn those to like grow up. No, but Tom Cruise is like, this is about my, (laughs) this is me pretending to be introspective. And I'm going to throw out any thought into the ocean that fucking has. There's this really great meme (laughs) in that entire scene. There's this great meme where you see Tom Cruise and instead of dog tags, it's Dianetics. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, the dog tag just says Xenu. It's like, oh, no. Oh, no. I don't believe you anymore. Um. So, uh, I, all right. So, just to give you a heads up, there's three more bullet points. The number one thing, the number one thing that my favorite line in the entire movie is not "I got the need for speed" or like the whole the little right. chomp, right? Ever, right? Um, it is where 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 uh, Maverick goes. I'm gonna bring him in closer, and, and Tim Robbins goes, "You're gonna do what?" Like, because because all you see is his eyes. Yeah, and so you see this mask and his eyes going up, and I'm like, oh. I love that moment. Like yeah. it's, it's almost like a mascot. So I love that. That's the top five moment. This for me. bothers me though. Cause this whole movie exists to condone Tom Cruise's journey into bad oh, behavior. And I, at I the know. end, they and, even, then, and then the other guy that's about like, to die is telling like, bro. Yeah. No, and Iceman. Yeah. Cause the rears obviously just get murdered all the time by the plane. But no, at the end when Iceman's like, you're still dangerous, but now it's cool. It's like, it's not cool. It's absolutely not cool. Like one of these missions, you're because now he thinks he's cool again. Right. So for sure, he's going to get one of his friends killed in the next movie. <laughs> like uh, by the time the sequel comes out in 2020, yeah. if Maverick has been in the Navy for an extra 30 years, there's at least six more gooses out there. <laughs> A thousand percent. And they're all taking pictures. All this taxpayer money and bodies just raining from the sky because Maverick thinks he's cool because of this fight. Uh, he's he- like the kid who had that one great high school playoff football game. <laughs> And he's still living on it. He's on like his fourth divorce, but he's like, but damn, I had that one 
That one touchdown to come back and that's, stay. <laughs> like uh, like uh, at uh, Bundy, like yeah, a t- right. like like a married this, with children. This moment ruins Maverick. Goose totally dying agree. was the totally last agree. chance Maverick had to be a not douche for his whole life. Totally agree. And the Navy just says, "We totally condone everything you've become." Uh, so uh, the the thing that I thought was also funny was that all the other MIGs were shit teammates. Yeah. Like they knew that they had shit. Airplanes. Did they even have rears? They bugged out. There's two of us by yeah. the end of that, and there were three of them, I believe. And there were maybe others coming, and they all fucking bugged out. Because they were like, these Tomcats. Yeah. <laughs> this we're, guy's fucking crazy. No, look at this guy. He took pictures. Oh, that's the guy that flips you off when he kills you right away. He's going to put us on IG, and we're going to look like dumbasses. <laughs> He's going to have the Polaroids. Putin will be so mad. <laughs> Not Putin, but nowadays, it'd be like, Putin will kill us if that hits Instagram. <laughs> so, so I... Anyways, the wrap-up for Top Gun, for me, again, I think back to the fact that I it is an incredible movie. And by the way, that soundtrack went 9, I, it's either 9 or 11, it's whatever, odd number, 9 or 11 times platinum. That's crazy. Platinum. It is one of the most iconic movie soundtracks. Yes. Yes. Loggins lives forever because of that soundtrack. I'm trying to, I mean, there are so few, like... Actual musicals, like Rocky Horror Picture Show, I was like, that's like the only other one that comes to mind <laughs> of like equally as like like Star Wars. But that's more of a score, right? Made sure. for that movie. This is, I don't know. Yeah, it's very iconic in the, co- but this every is, single song is associated with that, with that movie. You can't hear or see one without the other. No, not at all. That, it, it is that. And there's so many of them. There's I so guess Aerosmith and Armageddon, right? Like that level of connection. But that was one. Right? That was one. Well, that was this one. is three. I, I, can, I can go with Take Your Breath Away, <laughs> yeah. Kenny Loggins, uh, Through the Danger Zone, or, uh, and, and then the, uh, the goddamn score. The, yeah. Dun, 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 yes. dun, 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 dun. Like you and even playing know. with the boys. Four. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that one is marked. Hard. I mean, if, if if you want to get me real excited, you play that song. If, if, if you want my if you want my first dance song for me and my wife, it is the thing. only thing I play when me and my sons are playing. <laughs> We're taking it back. No, uh, it's just it's just a fun, thrilling movie. Yes, it's very the the jet fighting scenes are shockingly captivating to me. Yes, right. I dig it. I like Goose a lot. I like the interplay with the pilots. I love the music. It's it's just fun, man. And it it is one of those things that it made me wonder. I was like, when are we, are we ever going to see a Top Gun again? Or is that version of the action movie gone now? It's a little bit gone. Uh, uh, right? The, 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 the benefit in Top Gun. I feel is like that- now the military movies we get are... They feel more like propaganda. Well, not only that, but CGI's killed it, right? Like, like yeah. th- think about... All right. You know what the worst comparison is? Stealth. When stealth came out, <laughs> what they were trying to do was right. they were trying to take CGI and they were like, well, here's a robot. And then these people are fighting a robot. Yeah. It didn't work. It already didn't work. So I'm kind of interested in the sequel that's proposed, yeah. right? That's coming up because it's called Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Ra- Maverick. It, I think it'll piss people off just like John Hamm's in it. Yeah. I don't know what role he'll be playing because he's. Equally as old as Tom Cruise, definitely going to be the guy, the the the, the bald guy with a cigar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're both scarrets. Yeah, they're both scarrets. Like we're actually we're married. We met at a volleyball game. And, and by the way, this had my lineup of favorite old guys because Ironside makes his appearance. This is the most fucked up thing to me because when I it's saw Michael. Michael Ironside, I was yeah. so stoked because those of us are my super favorite. genre guys, right? Yes. Give me you're some really Starship into, Troopers. Yes. If you're into sci-fi or horror. Yeah. There are some great Ironside roles. He was also good. He's just good in everything, right? He's been in a lot of action movies, too. Maybe Toxic Avenger. Scanners. Scanners Scanners is probably my favorite Ironside. Um, He's just total recall. He's just awesome, right? Yep. And this is probably the lamest use of Ironside. If there's a sin this movie has, besides condoning... Maverick is definitely going to end up being one of the worst men in the world by the end so, of this so, movie. So what we know but is the, the lack of Ironside. That in, in that Viper's bummer. supposed to be good, yeah. and then we catch him, right? Like because Viper is Tom Scarrett. He's Jester. Oh, I'm sorry, Jester. That's yeah. right. I'm like, why did right. you get the least funny, no. scary guy of all time? God the name Jester. No, I meant I meant Jester. Um, <laughs> but one of the things I did put in here was: uh, Has Ironside ever played a romantic lead? <laughs> I watched that movie. <laughs> I would watch He's that movie. He's always the guy where it's like I'm gonna be the I'm gonna yeah. be the asshole in that moment. He's always the scariest guy in a room of scary guys. A thousand percent. And he's not, and that's what I like too, because he's not even like buff or anything. No, like they used to use like buff guys for that all the time. Yes. Michael Ironside just looks like everyone's scariest uncle. Yep. 
I love Ironside. I they needed more Ironside. Like he should have been as shirtless at the volleyball game, <laughs> just dropping fucking hammer spikes. <laughs> <laughs> And then Tom Cruise really... go to Charlie's house and he's just banging Charlie and she's like, I found a real man who doesn't accost me in bathrooms. <laughs> and he's got a way bigger motorcycle. Way bigger. Way bigger. Yeah. yeah. And, and he doesn't even have hair to cover his head, so he's more dangerous when and, he rides it. And he uses his forearms to set because <laughs> motherfuckers good, don't use a goddamn fist. Because <laughs> he knows how to play volleyball. Yeah. He doesn't get his best friend murdered. Oh, Ironsides is the guy. Ironsides is the hero we needed in this movie. Uh, 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 so, so I, I will. All right. Before we dig into Days of Thunder, last thoughts about uh, Top Gun. I miss this kind of movie. That's, okay. that's what I took most. It made me nostalgic for that era. Okay. Right? There are a lot of movies that came out in this. Because I would even put this kind of with that Air Force One phase of action oh, movies. I love Air Force One. And this, this one does the other cool thing where it makes you feel very patriotic without being dumb about it, right? Like an American sniper made me feel creepy about being an American almost. Correct. Right? Because they're like, so, isn't it cool he shoots? We're Muslim picking people, people off. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah and like, like real secretly. Yeah, and you're like, actually, that guy was kind of a piece of shit and a liar, but okay, neither here nor there, like... Clint Eastwood says it, so we have to believe it as Americans. Correct. Like, this one made me feel very patriotic, and it gave me that manly feeling. I felt good about the movie for the most part, except I'm really worried about Maverick's behavior. I totally agree. Yeah. I feel like he's the guy who's going to be on like 60 Minutes. Like, we should have seen this 30 years ago. After the death <laughs> of his friend, all of his bad behavior went wildly out of control. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Like we're, we're, the, the power of... Tom Cruise in this era. Yes. He's one of those... Because this is the thing I don't know that we have movie stars like Tom Cruise anymore. Uh, movie stars now feel like they're more niche. You know, they're tighter and smaller in what they do. Tom yeah. Cruise just, even in one of his blandest characters, fucking fills that screen up in a big way. So I miss this era of movie, this style of action movie. You know, again, not the CG stuff. And, you know, I miss watching just... A movie star and a big fun dumb action movie okay like i that's those were my takeaways I, I just felt very nostalgic watching it the for a movie that i never saw in that era which is strange but 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 nostalgic is is kind of the point where uh the from the from the action sequences to the mute to the uh, music that was happening i felt like i this was the action movie that i understood um yeah. before you could trick us into thinking what was happening uh, right. with, with with a fake scene. This mm -hmm. was, you got to use a little bit of imagination. And so I, the reason why I love Top Gun, and God, I hated myself for this, but part of it was just the goddamn soundtrack. Like I was like, every moment was bringing yeah. me back to it. But I did feel like it was a, a great way for, to Tony Scott did the maximum with the minimum amount of video uh, like cinematography that you can do mm -hmm. um and i really appreciate the fact that every single sequence where he had you in the cockpit made you feel like you were in a goddamn cockpit like yes i i did feel like i was really in that moment um so whether or not the characters were horribly against the me too movement or whether or not they were just <laughs> these are not your 2019 pilots. no uh, they, like i'm taking all that aside i'm really looking at it from a standpoint of like an action movie I, I still really liked it, and I was engaged the entire time. But there were definite flaws where I felt like it dragged, but for the most part... It drags a bit. Like but I think again, I think it only drags because they're doing the obligatory version of that movie that had to be done at that time. That's right. Right? We had to watch Maverick go through the emotional journey, even though we all know how it's going to end. Right? You 100%. had to see him sit in it. Yep. Because we know he killed everyone, and he's going to get off the hook, and then he's going to become the Joker That's after the, this movie. A thousand percent. <laughs> I, like, like th there is definitely another story where we can say that Tom yeah. Cruise went fucking nuts yeah. and did his own thing at some point. Yeah. And, and just went... He becomes Joaquin Phoenix's version of the Joker yes. as soon as this movie's over. <laughs> and I would, I would not disagree with that. Like, what if the next, what if the next movie... They were fighting against Maverick because he went fucking be awesome. rogue. I already yeah. told you I'm all down for the Darth Vader like lineage fighting oh, over decades. Oh my god! I'm super into that. I'm totally down. John Hamm is Maverick's son who has to come out and be like, "We're almost the same age." But now Tom we're Cruise dog and John fight. Hamm being father and son is the funniest goddamn thing. You they can Benjamin ever. Button their asses. <laughs> they make Jeff Bridges look creepy young in Tron. Are they gonna dress up Tom Cruise like he was in uh, <laughs> Tropic Thunder? Actually, Tropic Thunder where he's got the John Hamm 
look like Tom Cruise from Stripes. <laughs> or not Stripes, what was that? What was that fucking movie where he's the crazy school kid? Taps. Taps. Stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's going to make him look like John Candy from I was, Stripes. It's like <laughs> Bill Murray? Yeah. Tom Cruise was in Stripes? Yeah, he was in the mud wrestling. Everyone that, knows that. <laughs> that's amazing. That's perfect. All right, guys. I hope you liked going back and uh, visiting the Top Gun school as much as we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay tuned, guys. Immediately after this, you're going to have available Days of Thunder. Uh, from the film Alchemist, I'm Josh Griffey. And I'm Kevin Weinman. Willy, 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 willy.